What, what was your what was your thing again? Harry like, nuts or Harry <laughs> nut? No, it was bum squeezy. Yeah, bum, <laughs> bum squeezy. <laughs> uh, there's actually a backstory to bum squeezy. Um, I was in 2011. I took a rare online college course through Indiana University. It was a great class taught by Fernando Orjuela mm-hmm. of the ethnomusicology department at IU. It was a survey of hip hop, but we met in a chat room every week. And this is back before, like, you needed a lot of formality out of online teaching. Mm-hmm. So people could just log in under whatever username they wanted, but they recommended your class, your name in class so you can get attendance. That didn't mean other people didn't come and troll the chat room. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there was this guy that every time the professor uh, would say something, it's like, we'd like to introduce you to Grandmaster Flash, one of the godfathers of hip-hop. Uh, this guy named Bum Squeezy would log in and just be like, he looks like a certified creep. He's <laughs> like, Bum, Bum Squeezy? That can't be your real name. It's not. All right, well, Bum Squeezy, you got to get out of here. For real? Yeah, for real, Bum. There it is. Hot Sauce Holman. Hot Sauce Hot Holman. Hot Sauce Holman. There's a couple other ones. There's the Kiss one. D. Smith. D. Smith. Okay, yeah. Oh, I know we said we were getting video. started, and then I just pulled a bum squeezy story. That's, That's fine. perfect. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't pull up Java the Hutt's profile. Bum squeezy. Ryan White is drinking a pumpkin? Not recently. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Sorry, we might have, we're definitely cutting that. <laughs> bum squeezy. Bum squeezy. All right. You ready? Yeah. You've been recording, have you? Yup. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's gonna Ryan's gonna thumb, th- thumb through all the bum squeezy references. You might leave it in. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. Might as well. What's up, milkers? Welcome back to another episode, another week, and part two of the coveted Halloween death match. Our favorite episode, the fan favorite, the funniest laugh along gang here with me in the studio. Let's do the beer of the week. The beer this week is called Stoutella. This is a delicious chocolate nut hazelnut. That's an O. Stoutello. This is a delicious chocolate. I, cho- <laughs> I said chocolate nut hazelnut. Chocolate hazelnut milk stout produced by the good people of Nibi Brewing Co. of Auburn, California. This has an ABV of 6% and a Comcast rating of 3.5 out of 5. As always, please drink responsibly. Welcome back, everyone. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Comcast. Of course, I'm your sexy, glorious host, Ryan. Joining me, as always, is Cody. And back again, Jeffrey. Hey. For the judge of Halloween Deathmatch Pot Dose. Welcome back, everybody. Let's get into this shit. Where are we at? We are to the next bracket of matchups. We've got the winners of the first rounds coming at you. For the rest of the episode, we have 10 matchups to declare a winner. So, let's go ahead and just get started. The first matchup we have is Pennywise versus Jeepers Creepers. 
Spin the wheel of inevitability. And the winner is Ryan. Jeepers creepers. <laughs> pussy nose. Okay. Take your pussy nose. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start out with Pennywise. So set the scene. They're in wherever they're at, upstate New York, small town, you know, outside of that Chinese restaurant they went to that one time in the first movie. Um, <laughs> that is right. There's Pennywise just hanging out in the sewer, you know, beep bump around the sewer doing his job, you know, doing his thing. You know, he turns into a spider one day because he just feels like having eight legs. The next day he doesn't. He's just a clown. Uh, just playing with his little boat in the, in the sewer. And uh, all of a sudden he hears a noise down one of the tunnels and he goes, what is that? Georgie, are you alive? <laughs> nope, you got your arm ripped off. <laughs> you have your arm back? <laughs> and uh, he goes to investigate because that's what Pennywise does. He is a part-time uh, investigator by night. Mm -hmm. And uh, private eye, if you will. That's what he's known for most of all, actually. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> private eye Pennywise. <laughs> private eye Pennywise. Uh -huh. yeah. Pennywise P.I. Solving, so, solving crimes, stealing babies. So he walks down the disgusting <laughs> tunnel. Past the dirty pair of underwear that doesn't belong there. And uh, he investigates. He turns around the corner and sees this giant pussy-nosed bat thing <laughs> standing in the middle of the tunnel. And uh, it uses his... Uh, I his... can smell you. <laughs> and it's it smells, Jeepers... smells funny, I bet. It's, it's Jeepers Creepers, and he's hauling a victim uh, through the sewer. It turns out churches, church basements got overrated. PlayStation, uh, like, Wi-Fi hooks up way better in the sewer. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he goes, ah, ha, ha, what are you doing here? And Jeepers Creepers, of course, doesn't talk. He's just like flaps his weird nose and he goes, I smell a fresh victim. And then uh, three, two, one, go fight. And uh, <laughs> so Pennywise is no, he feels like he's no match in his clown form. So he changes to his mutant spider form. He goes after uh, Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers doesn't have much room to fly. He can't spread his wings. So he just tries to go hand to hand combat. Unfortunately, Jeepers Creepers, no match against a giant clown spider thing. So Jeepers Creepers takes him out one one arm and leg at a time, and because uh, he only has two of each. <laughs> and uh, basically, Spider stomps him, uh, cuts uh, Jeepers Creepers' head off, and he hasn't killed his victim yet, so he can't grow another one back. And uh, then Pennywise takes Jeepers Creepers and Jeepers Creepers' victim back to his little basement bedroom layer in the sewer and uh you know finishes out his life you know killing little kids with sailboats nice <clears throat> so jeepers creepers and pennywise they're facing off right jeepers creepers known for stealing the younglings every movie teenagers all that shit that's what he likes he smells what he likes and attacks wants to ingest him he likes and attacks he does yeah he's a foodie um, <laughs> and Pennywise, that's what he's known for most of all. That's correct. Pennywise also, you know, basically wants their souls or whatever the fuck he tries to steal to replenish his, I don't know, spider form. Um, so Jeep, the Jeepers Creepers is pissed off because he smells a little boy that Pennywise has caught. Jeepers Creepers goes into the sewer. They end up facing off. Uh, Jeepers Creepers inevitably can't die. He can replenish, he can heal whenever he sleeps, all that stuff. Pennywise is just a figment of imagination, the actual clown, just a figment of imagination. Gets down there, finds the spider dude. Uh, Jeepers Creepers has all these arsenals of weapons. Has the fucking throwing stars, has his actual powers. His, the throwing stars. Yeah, his strength, has all these weapons that he's made out of skin and Ooh. bone. 
and they end up facing off. The spider is just a fucking spider. That's it. Jeepers Creepers is fucking chilling. Giant alien spider. Yeah, giant alien spider, but he's also a fucking bat. A Batman with a, a tweeter nose. He contains multitudes. He does contain oh. multitudes. Very like onion. He has he, many yeah, layers. Many layers. Shrek, parfaits, the yeah. Shrek of the sewers. Exactly. Yeah. So they face off. Jeepers Creepers ends up fucking grabbing him, ripping off all his legs. Throwing, throwing stars him in his bright lights and kills him, knocks him dead. And that's it. Jeepers Creepers walks out victorious out of the sewer with a fresh load of bodies. This is a difficult decision. Hmm. I don't know who's texting me. Maybe, maybe I hope we're not under attack. Uh, <laughs> but both of... both. Okay, so I, in the first podcast, I was judging based on who I think would actually win this fight. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty close draw down the middle since it seems like they're both in the sewer and both ones, and it's just one of them kind of claims the other's loot. I don't know. It's difficult to say, but I feel like in the pantheon of Halloween and monsters, I have to give it to Pennywise. And just like that, Jeepers Creepers, aka Pussy Nose McGee, is out of the running. I don't know what it is that would do Jeepers Creepers in. Maybe it's the novel coronavirus. He doesn't wear a mask. Uh, <laughs> doesn't need to. <laughs> yeah. I, it's really difficult. I feel like, you know, we've hit this point where as compared to mere mortals like Ted Bundy, uh, in the literal sense, Tedward, Tedward Bundard, uh, that eventually we're going to have paranormal versus paranormal. It's going to be hard to tell. Both stories were very competitive, but at this point I got to say Pennywise probably just has the home field advantage. It's like Duke yeah. in the sweet 16. Yeah. They've been here before. They'll be here again. I got to give it to Pennywise. Yeah. yeah. Moving on, we have for the next round, we have Alien, aka Xenomorph, versus Angry Molesting Tree. Ooh. Got about the angry, the amped. Yes. Jacked up a Mountain Dew Molesting Tree. The winner is me, and I'm going to go out on an extreme limb here, and I'm going to go with the Angry Molesting Tree. A limb. A limb. Is that, did you mean to do that? No. Okay. <laughs> Alright, see you tomorrow. We'll leave you to it. Alien versus Angry Molesting Tree. So I'm guessing it's just one. I get one alien. You've always, no. you always, you have always only had one alien. <clears throat> cool. Well, so, there's the alien in the mouth. So two aliens? <laughs> Technically. Yeah. Okay. There's baby mouth and big mouth. Big mouth. Yes. Yeah. Dick, dick, big mouth. <laughs> dick, baby mouth. So, alien in the Angry Molesting Tree. The anger molesting tree decides to move into, I don't know, some neighborhood. He can physically, he can physically move. He, he, Hold he, on. He moves into Glendale. <laughs> he moves into Glendale. All right, Mom, I'm leaving home. Yeah. Yeah. Is, this, is this a metaphor for white flight? Is it? No, <laughs> so the anger molesting tree, he decides to pack up his balls and decides to crawl across the, some sacred ground where he decided to, uh, you know, make roots in another town. He yeah. made like a tree and got the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> make like a tree and get the so, fuck out of here. So the angry molested tree decided to settle in a field. Little did he know there's actually an underground pyramid. His roots go deep. They grow deep into this pyramid. They activate the aliens. The aliens start, you know, being reborn. And, you know, they weren't very... Uh, sexually active so uh only one egg got <laughs> created and um and turned into uh one xenomorph uh the xenomorph had dug his way out of the hole there's this angry molesting tree what are you doing on my lawn get off my lawn the xenomorph crawls over the angry angry, uh, angry molesting tree 
starts swatting at it with this fucking crazy ass tail and starts clawing at it and shit, nipping at its bark. And it takes its little dick mouth and punches it right in its fucking hole. And, you know, the anger molesting tree falls down and he's a willow. He's dead. He died. He's just a, a pile of sticks. Okay. So I'm going to... <laughs> that one's kind of hard. I'm going to go <laughs> out another limb. How do you kill a tree? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm going to go on another limb here. Mm-hmm. And, uh... <clears throat> All right. Set the scene. So, it's Halloween night. And in a small town in Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> Salem. There lives a man named Huey Halloween. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's a small it's a small town in Salem, Massachusetts, and uh, it's Halloween night, and everybody's out trick or treating. Who come, has come to take advantage of that? The alien. He's already in costume. He's always in costume. Tend to come to take care of all the little kids of Salem. Ooh, and <laughs> not not a fan of children, huh? Nope, not at all. <laughs> no, fuck them kids. I think he is a fan of children. Honestly, he's he, gonna bless. Uh, come to take, come to take the kids of Salem, Massachusetts, and their candy. Um, all Oof. of the Reese's take fives that he can have. Uh, so he's he's storming the town. You know, everybody thinks he's in costume, but he's really a, a giant monster. The angry molesting tree lives in Salem, Massachusetts. You know, he's he's part of the town. He's built roots there. You know, he, people uh, have hung from his hanged from his branches. <laughs> people have hanged from his branches. Um, Squirrels visit. He doesn't like the threat of. Uh, Anybody else bothering his kids of Salem? So because he is the bothersome one. Yes. So mm. shit covered branches. Yes. So, so he doesn't like the aliens storming around the town trying to take advantage of all the kids of Salem, Massachusetts. The thing, a blessing tree waits for the alien to get close, and uh, he basically shakes his branches at him in a in a uh, a display of um, disgrace and disrespect. The yeah. alien doesn't like that, so they do battle. Uh, the angry molesting tree. This is his town. This is him, his home turf. The alien is just a, a foreign invader. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, he's a foreign invader. He's from outer space. I know. Um, <laughs> this is funny. Aliens. So the, the so they go at each other. The angry molesting tree um, just keeps swiping at the uh, alien with his branches. The alien is very agile and slick. However, the angry molesting tree is just a tr- is a tree. It is a it is a sturdy. Um, object, the alien does bleed, it is not impenetrable, it is not immortal um, and sooner or later, the angry blessing tree this is what happens when you roll for insurance um, great country <laughs> so, the angry blessing tree finally gets the best of it, the alien, he wears the alien down, the alien can't go on uh, the angry blessing tree basically squashes the alien with his branches with his trunk, with every feeling of his tree being um, murders the alien and then buries him underneath the, his roots so that they become fer- he becomes fertilizer and the angry messing tree runs the town once again and grows stronger from the dead alien feeding its roots. Gotcha. Boom. <laughs> and then he will he is set to bother the kids of Salem once again. Well, judging these things sometimes is like asking me whether I'd want to eat dinner out of the recycle bin or the trash can itself. <laughs> this is difficult. I'm going to have to be a pedant on this one. One, any sort of story where the tree is moving around, I call bullshit on, because that's how trees become sticks. They die. They don't have the nutrients. He does move. 
<laughs> Number two, Mega Message Three does move. Uh, uh, Ryan, I might understand this alien was just born and then is immediately suffer- settling a land dispute. <laughs> <laughs> Came out of the egg. I mean, yeah. whoever awakens it, they automatically kill. That's their first instinct is just to kill. You know, God love him for it. God loves his little fuck ups. <laughs> but I also got to put it back to you, Cody. How can a tree realistically a a, a tree of proclivities? Uh, run a town. This is very difficult. Uh, if a dog be- we'll can see. become a mayor? <laughs> so, you see, the thing about that is, the tree runs the town, but the people don't think the tree runs the town. Only the tree thinks that the tree was runs the tree. Was the tree an elected oh, official? Oh, yeah, it's one of those, like, shadow governments I keep yeah, hearing about. Yeah. If Punxsutawney Phil sees the, the, exactly. the, the, the tree, uh, we get mm-hmm. six more weeks of uh, nocturnal emissions. Yeah, yeah. how uh, every redneck cop thinks this is their town. Yeah. Like the one from Rambo. You know, this is difficult, but I think as a matter of evening things up, I if it's a tie, I think I gotta put it into the Pantheon. Let's give it to the alien. Let's give it to the alien. Yay! This is where, in tournaments, the Blue Bloods really live, unless there's a major upset. We'll get our Cinderella. I, oh, I, yeah. I tell we'll get our Cinderella. The, we will we'll, get our Cinderella With because... due respect, I just, at some point, it's like, is it really going to be like a tree versus, <laughs> versus like a killer clown in the final? It's like we, at some point, shouldn't like Godzilla be in here? <laughs> we really got niche. Can we have Bum Squeezy as a wild card? <laughs> his his uh, big effective thing is interrupting the chat room about 70s hip hop. Yeah. Uh, ballroom and roast toast culture. Mm-hmm. So the next matchup we have here, the one I think we've all been waiting for, is three zombies versus the unique matchup of this episode, Sweeney Dahmer. Sweeney yes, Dahmer, I forgot. As a Sweeney hybrid Dahmer. character. Sweeney Dahmer is looking good. Here. And yeah. we we all three agreed that Sweeney Dahmer is a combined human being. It is one person, not two people. <laughs> So it is the powers of both pervert cannibals come together to create one giant massive Sweeney Dahmer. And he does hair. (laughs) (laughs) Does hair and sick dance moves. And the winner is Ryan. Bring your own lunch. You're going to pick Sweeney Dahmer. I know you are. Versus three zombies. That was my instinct. (sighs) Three zombies makes me think of like three amigos where it's like Chevy Chase, Mars Short, like... Yeah, Three Amigos. Let's go Sweeney. Only, I'm, I'm picking Sweeney Dahmer. They only, they only serve fajitas at Three Amigos. <clears throat> Sweeney Dahmer. Alright, Sweeney Dahmer. So, three zombies. Be bopping around. Be bopping around all jolly old Liverpool. <laughs> Looking for some brains to eat. Uh, there's three of them. There's uh, uh, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. <laughs> There's beef up around Liverpool. It's just the noise their bones at night looking for some (laughs) (laughs) looking for some brains to eat in Liverpool. Uh, They roam the streets at night. Uh, They already ate Beetle Bailey. We're just gonna take him out of the picture now. Yeah, Sarge ain't gonna be happy about that. (laughs) (laughs) So they're roaming around the streets at night. Uh, They walk past a uh, um, a meat pie stand. And uh, they sweet they see they see this abomination of a human being <laughs> by the name of Sweeney Dahmer come out of his his shave quarters his shaving shop up from the upstairs of the meat pie 
district, and they're like, wow, that'd be a good brain to eat because he's a massive human being with a drill in one hand and a razor in another. Um, and he has dark, wavy black hair on one half of his head and uh, short brown hair. Like a two-face. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> literally. So they see him come out, and they're like, wow, that's a massive human being. He made good brains to eat. So the zombies slowly walk up to him, and he's like, oh, fancy a shave. Can I make you another zombie? Oh, wait, you're already a zombie. I don't need to make you a zombie. I'll just give you a shave. So the zombies, uh, basically, basically this one's the brain, so they all three go after him. Um, at the same time, because that's going to mobilize them the fastest. They really just want the brains. That's all they want. Uh, Sweeney Dahmer attacks the zombies. Uh, they do move slowly. Um, so Sweeney Dahmer moves a little bit faster than them. However, it's six arms versus two. Even though he does have a razor in one hand and a drill in another. The zombies surely, slowly but surely subdue him because they already are deceased. So the only way that you can kill them is the brain. Uh, so the Dahmer side tries to drill into their skulls to destroy the brain. He is no match for three zombies versus one person. Uh, the zombies slowly subdue him. They eat him alive and they smash his head, his two-faced head into the ground, eat his brains, and then they go have a nightcap in the meat pie shop and uh, call it a night. Nice. All right. Interesting. <clears throat> so Sweeney Dahmer just chilling after they, you know, somehow fucking morphed into one. Um, <clears throat> just the way the aliens were born. The alien was born and then fought a tree. <laughs> yep. So Sweeney Dahmer. Wow, the story of Bottle Bunyan. Sweeney Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> when I was bowing up, fought a tree. <laughs> Fighting a tree yeah. is the most American thing I yeah. can think. It was a smelly tree and had poop all over its branches. <laughs> and I don't know why. So Sweeney Dahmer. The speed of Sweeney Todd, but also the ruthlessness and the actual strength of Dahmer. So don't forget the intelligence, because he wasn't very smart. I, whatever. That's what he has Sweeney Todd for. Half Sweeney Todd brain. So great, great singer. So Sweeney Dahmer is just closed up shop. You know, he brings his razors with him everywhere, obviously. Um closed shop, walks down the steps, meat pie shop is already closed. He's closed it early because you know he just had a fresh uh. a fresh blue bodies that he sent to the cellar. He's like, you know what? Well, I'm kinda tired. Let's go home. So he walks down the steps and sees these down three Street. these three zombies walking down Fleet Street, and they start kind of shuffling towards him. He's like, "It's a good thing I got these trusty razors." They called his mom fat. You forgot that part. <laughs> they didn't call his mom fat. Yeah, they know her. She's nice. Yeah, they they know her. She's nice. <laughs> so he sees these zombies coming after him. Sweeney Todd, crazy fast, and everybody knows that Sweeney Todd. Sharpens his blade more than he prepa- than he actually shaves. In the movie, if you actually watch it, he prepares his blade and then... Zip, 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 zip. Yeah, it's like, you know, raise it once, that's fine. Raise yep. it twice, that's okay. And raise it three times, you're playing with yourself. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Measure twice, cut once. Yeah. Um, he also sings to them. So, Sweeney Dahmer makes quick work of the zombies. He takes his sharp-ass razors and starts cutting them up. Just stabbing them and shit. Starts cutting the head off the zombies, and they're slow. He's fast. Just seek, seek, seek. Zombies, no more. And the Dahmer leg, I guess. One Sweeney leg, one Dahmer leg. <laughs> the dub, the big, strong Dahmer leg. Starts smashing the zombies' skulls. And then that's it. Sweeney Dahmer is victorious against three little shitty zombies. Jeffrey Dahmer was Jack at one point. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. He was actually very strong. When he, mm. was, when he was a raging alcoholic, and he was working out a lot. Mm. That's how he killed his first victim, actually. Yeah. 
I think that's part of why he killed his first victim. I think yeah, yeah. he's just also, like, you gotta have a certain heart. To I think he worked out like three or four times a week. Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, since he was like 13. Jeffrey Dahmer didn't understand uh, uh, no means no. Yeah. He wasn't big on social cues. No. Um, you know, just hearing both of y'all's testimonies here, my first thought is you figure like this would be a match made in heaven. Someone with an infinite supply of bodies and brains mm -hmm. and people that will do anything for bodies and brains, including potentially work in a short labor environment. Yeah. I'm just imagining a zombie shop, zombie run shop that everyone goes friends. to see. Well, no, I'm just imagining. That would be funny, though, if they did combine forces. And no, like Sweeney like, Dahmer. Are we about to have a zombie Sweeney Dahmer? Well, I'm <laughs> like, imagining Sweeney like. Sweeney Dahmer with a gang of zombies. I'm imagining kind of a Shiva zombie Dahmer where it's like forearms and cutting two people's hair at once and there's a zombie over like. Did you have a reservation? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wins. And that's the egalitarian future, I imagine. However, I'm just not entirely sure that it's meant to be like that. If that was the case, then we wouldn't have con conflict in business. Uh, the fact of the matter is, I think the two evil killers are good enough to take on three dead people. Because if let's roll the dice on dead people, odds are good they're old already. Mm -hmm. That's something I think is lost in zombie culture, is that unless it was like a pet cemetery situation where you lose a young person, yeah, uh, these are all people uh, that went in their sleep at like 77. So <laughs> I really think uh, someone that works on their feet for a living um, and a bodybuilding serial killer could easily take on three Dead corpses to this I award Ryan the point. Yeah. And Sweeney Dommy, uh, Sweeney Dommy, Sweeney Dommy, Mommy, Sweeney Dommer advances. Zombie Dommer, Zombie Dommer advances to the next round, and he is going to be the bi character, the second bi character. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he was bi. He's bi. He's got two people. He's made yeah. out of two people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dommer, tex Dommer technically was a homosexual. Yes, he was. Dumb and Dahmer. Dumb and <laughs> <laughs> So Sweeney Dahmer advances to the next round. Sweeney, so whoever wins the matchup of Pennywise and Alien moves into the final four with Sweeney Dahmer. Nice. So on the opposite side of the bracket, we have Killer Clowns, three of them, versus Dracula. This will be fun. This is like one of those Smash Brothers matchups. <laughs> The winner is Cody. I am going to take Dracula, the okay. king of the night. I'll take the key, the key clowns. Before we get into that, I once mistook the phrase woman of the night for woman of the cloth, which are two completely different things. So for I'm, sure. I would call it not a woman of the night. <laughs> and a sex worker, a woman of the cloth. Yeah. Which... <laughs> anyway, as hey, you, that's a that's a cue. Uh, potato tomato. They only wear clothes when they have to. Mm. One, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> woman of the night. Are you a woman of the night? <laughs> no, I'm preaching God's word. I hope my at, mistake. At this hour, yeah. <laughs> it's nine p.m. Yeah, it's almost quiet hour. All right, Ryan, Killer I mean, Clowns, go for it. So, Killer Clowns versus Dracula. Okay. So, so there they were, just playing poker on Saturday night, like usual. Yeah. So, killer clowns. Let's say they're they're carnies, basically. Mm -hmm. They that are. They, yes, they are carnival folk. Um, the carnies move into town. Uh, there's rumors of a which one runs the ski ball. N none of them. They're, they're clowns. Um, oh. <laughs> so um. they the carnies move into town. 
the three the three killer clowns are part of it. You know, they've been killing left and right, but they're constantly moving so they never get caught. Uh, they hear a rumor of uh, a somebody a murderer in town that just bites people in the neck. They're carnies, but they're they know what's up. They're killer carnies. They know it's Dracula. They read a lot of comic books, um, so they're trying to you know do their thing, kill people, and Dracula's in the way. Uh, both of them kill at night. They're both going to kill at night where you can't be seen. Blah blah blah. And the other ones work during the day, so you know, yeah. You gotta. But I mean, you know, speed and cocaine and all that stuff. You know what killer clowns do? Carnies, yeah. carny crack. Yeah, out there. Yeah. So it turns out the killer clowns. Are, candy the, the killer clowns are stalking this <laughs> this one fine chick. You know, going. You know, walking away from the carnival. She well, just had a fun time. Heather. <laughs> yeah, Heather. The, Heather the whore. Um, oh my so, god. So she's, she's she's just enjoying the game. She's going back to her car. Um, uh, the killer clowns are stalking her. Little do they know, Dracula's hiding in the bushes. Because um, that's what he does. He's hiding in the bushes. He waits the lady gets to her car. It's Dracula the squirt game. Dracula game. pops up and is like, blah, blah, blah. Let me suck your blood. And the killer clowns see this. And they're like, nah, they're, she's mine. She's ours. We're going to take her back and, you know, fuck her corpse. Or whatever they do. Um, so... The lady ends up driving away in her car, so Dracula and the killer clowns end up facing off, you know, so they got bats and chains, and one has a a fucking, let's say, a loaded gun. One (laughs) one has a gun, another has a bat, another has a chain. How are they going to kill these people? They got to have weapons. Can't just strangle her to death. Um, Why not? I mean, they could, (laughs) but that's, you know, they're already fucking half drunk and on cocaine, which just keeps them going even more. Power of drugs. Um, that w- that's what keeps the count going. <laughs> um, so Dracula and the Killer Clowns face off. Dracula ain't taking no shit. He kind of, you know, zips right, zips left. One of the clowns catches him with a bat, knocks him down. He gets back up real quick, attacks the one guy, kind of like, you know, rips him in half. Um, the other guy comes up, gets a chain around his neck and starts strangling him. Dracula has super strength, kind of flips him over the back. And then the other guy just takes a gun and starts shooting Dracula. The next thing you know, the other clown gets up with the chain and just kind of grabs him. Super strong, this one. Grabs him and just pops his head off with the chain because he's that strong and rips Dracula's head off. And then he's just a just a, a head down one clown, two left. And then they take Dracula back and end up feeding on his blood and they become, you know, vampire killer clown. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Game changing a little bit. I have what they what they lose in numbers, they gain in uh, nocturnal sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Ability. having I'm having a vision that somewhere out there in the world there is a, a carnival worker that mixes uh, cocaine in the cotton candy machine with pizza for people. Maybe. I have not. I think X is Detritus Andronicus. <laughs> <laughs> E pluribus unum. It's on the penny. <laughs> Go! Okay. <clears throat> so, s- setting the scene, they're at a carnival, they're at night, the uh, killer clowns work the carnival, um, they kill the unsuspecting um, carnival goers at night that are kind of left straggling around, um, just kind of finishing out the concert, just setting that kind of like um, lost boy scene, if you will. Mm-hmm. The one with the saxophone guy? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So just saying that kind of lost boy scene. Um, so the killer clowns just kind of walk walk at night. They pose as carnival workers. They do work in the carnival. 
They have a hidden secret. They do kill the stragglers that are leaving the carnival at night during closing hour because everything shuts down. It gets to get very dark. It's noisy. There's people everywhere. They can take people almost at will just because of the sheer amount of population in the in the dense um, uh, mechanics of the carnival at night. I don't see a problem yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, so Dracula is also at the carnival as well. Uh, Dracula is hunting for other people to come into his vampire coven to make new new victims or maybe new family members. Just depends on how the situation goes. Uh, so depends uh, if they're bitches or not. <laughs> so Dracula is storming around the grounds as well at night. Uh, I can see him angrily stomping. <laughs> yes, get over here. As the lights slowly go out of all the carnival rides because it is closing time, the lights. Don't overpower him as much, so he is more powerful in the dark. He encounters the clowns as they're hunting the same people. Um, so they see each other, they and immediately think they're the ones a threat, and Dracula might just take these killer clowns as victims, um, as they're hunting victims. So Dracula uh, sees, these, sees these three killer clowns, they consider each other a threat, they attack each other, the killer clowns <laughs> storm Dracula, Dracula, all-powerful human being, the original vampire. He has many powers, many faceted powers. He was in the bloods. Yes. Yes, he was. <laughs> no, no hatred for Crips. Um, I didn't say that. Well, Jeff's over here trying to make the, the gang sign. <laughs> <laughs> so they attack Dracula. Dracula has all-encompassing strength. He can fly. He can turn into a bat. He also has mind powers. <laughs> so the clowns all have weapons, uh, weapons that they use to take their victims. Dracula actually doesn't need to overpower them at all. He uses his mind powers to essentially make all the other clowns think that they're the enemy. And the clowns start attacking each other. They slowly, one by one, kill each other until there's one clown left. And then Dracula attacks him because he's a mere mortal. Takes him as a victim. Sucks his blood in the night around the Ferris wheel. Ooh. And... Leaves his leaves the bodies there to lie, and Dracula flies off in the night as a bat to hunt again. <sighs> don't don't. This is difficult. This is really difficult because we're hitting into this abstract nature of like one versus three in time and place, and who goes to where. And then Mariska Hargitay shows up the next morning with three dead bodies. I feel like, well, we, I don't want to keep playing this game of splicing. And although I love the idea of two clowns of vampiric abilities, mm. if we keep this up, there's going to be a finale where it's just like a, load, gonna be a loaded baked potato versus nacho fries. It's going to be hard to tell the difference. There's going to be fucking two vampire killer be, clowns versus fucking Sweeney An Dumber. alien that can juggle, yeah. Alien and Sweeney There's Dumber. literally going to be a freaking repeat of last year of Jeepers Creepers with Horseman Hellbound. Yeah, and you know who won? Ghosts. Ghosts. Mm. Got beat by fucking ghosts. Jeepers Creepers fucking took the powers of the Headless Horseman. So now he had horsepower and, thought, and a long knife and fucking, yeah. I thought you were talking about Patrick Swayze from Ghosts. Like, did Whoopi Goldberg? No, like, uh, Cody had five ghosts from the 13 ghosts. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, on that note, I feel like I got to give it to my man, my main man, Dracula. You know, he's been around for centuries. He has pushed a camel through the eye of the needle. Uh, he's done it all, and I think he could take on three clowns. That okay. shit ain't nothing to him, man. That's right. Fine. The king of the night. What if they made him laugh? 
And he laughed to death. <laughs> weak heart Dracula. <laughs> and a weak heart. Yeah, he's known for that most of all. Mm-hmm. It was it was all the uh, red meat. <laughs> it was, it was. Red meat. He actually had an infected tooth. <laughs> yeah, I, I, sweet tooth. I fucking more fucking fat tooth. Was... Fat. Fat tooth. So the next matchup we have here is a, a very good one. It is Bigfoot versus Leatherface. Ooh. It smells already. It does. <laughs> Hot stink. Swamp ass and nut fog. Yeah, I'm right. ready. It does. Leather. <laughs> With the humming of a chainsaw in the background. And the winner of this draw is Brian. Bigfoot. Alright. Bigfoot versus Leatherface. So Leatherface is back home on the farm in rural Texas. Just hanging out, killing straggly teenagers as they drive by, get their car I think their Bigfoot car in Texas is skunking. So. Mm. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so Leatherface is just at home on the family farm in rural Texas, killing teenagers as the car breaks down, you know, hanging out with the family, playing euchre on Friday nights, their usual stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden he hears a sound, a scream from the woods as he's playing euchre with his family. And they walk oh! out. The <laughs> <laughs> scream was at a yodel. <laughs> Georgia's jungle. There was. Have you ever watched Bigfoot shows, like Bigfoot hunting shows? No. So, so a lot of them are like Bigfoot experts, quote unquote. Sure. And I remember. Sure. I distinctly remember an episode where I was watching it one time just for shits and giggles, and one of the guys, so-called Bigfoot experts, he was like, "Can you show us your?" They were hunting Bigfoot, and like, "Can you show us your Bigfoot call?" So he just stands there in the woods. He goes, "All right, brace yourself. This is gonna be loud." And he just goes. Oh! And that's like his Bigfoot yelling, just yells into the darkness. And then, and then they're just like, wait. And nothing happened. <laughs> Sucker dick. <laughs> some of the back, we, you are trying to fucking sleep. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Shut up. Yeah. I gotta work in the morning! <laughs> It's 4 a.m., you bum! Say it, don't spray it. <laughs> so they, they emerge from their they emerge from their house, the whole family does, and they encounter Bigfoot on the front lawn, and that is a battle cry uh, that they will answer. Leatherface grabs his chainsaw, chainsaw, chainsaw and turns it on. The family goes and grabs all their guns, so it's t- technically the family... Versus one, but Leatherface is like, I got this. I'm the same size as this Bigfoot, and he only has ape strength, and I have a chainsaw. Leatherface is five foot nine, five foot seven. <laughs> Not the same size. He's like, I got a chainsaw and my protective uh, dead mask on. So Leatherface storms at the Bigfoot. They run at each other. The Bigfoot uh, starts swinging at Leatherface. Leatherface starts swiping at him with his chainsaw. Takes off a couple. <coughs> Takes off the hand of Bigfoot. Bigfoot screams. He's wounded. He tries to get at Leatherface again with his other arm. He can't do it. Leatherface swipes again. Cuts off his uh, cuts off his other hand. Now he's a handless Bigfoot screaming in the night. Leatherface then cuts off his legs. He's immobilized and then cuts the head off of Bigfoot and then he drags the body with the help of his family and the grandpa in the wheelchair and takes him down to the basement and everybody eats Bigfoot for supper. After they finish our Yuka tournament, and then Leatherface makes a Bigfoot mask. 
Cool. All right. <clears throat> so big, that was probably the cutest ending of yet. <laughs> How sweet. Share it with family. Just in time for Halloween. Yep. Yeah. So three hundred sixty four. <laughs> so Bigfoot, <laughs> Bigfoot's just doing what he's doing, chilling in the woods, hanging out, me bopping around he, the woods. He comes into a clearing. <laughs> he comes into a clearing and kind of just kind of notices Leatherface standing on the porch. Doesn't think nothing of it. Kind of just slurps back in the woods. Leatherface sees this. He's like, he's like, you know what? It's getting kind of chilly out in Texas. You know, it's supposed to be fifty five tomorrow. I think I'm gonna make me a Bigfoot coat. So he chases after Bigfoot. Family stays at home because they're fucking useless. Um, so Leatherface takes off with his chainsaw into the woods. Chases after Bigfoot. Bigfoot, very uh, mysterious, can hide in all the in this wooded area. He's brown. Trees are brown. Dirt's brown. So he's brown. People can get pictures of Bigfoot, but it's very rare. Only in the open. So only that one time when he walked across the creek. Yeah, it's very good at hiding. In like 1985, that's when <laughs> yeah. someone got him at his best. It's very good at hiding. That's <laughs> why. Right yeah, that's why he's very mysterious and lurks around. Um, Leatherface is just kind of stomping through the woods with his shitty ass limp that he has. He's got the chainsaw fired up, chasing out this, and you know, running around making noises, <gasps> grunting through the forest, and <gasps> making that noise he always does. <laughs> Yeah. He's very Ooh. very noticeable. Yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot. Boom, motherfucker. Bigfoot. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> My name's Jerry. My name's Jerry. <laughs> Bigfoot senses the presence of uh Leatherface and he can hear his chainsaw, so he kinda ducks down and hides. Leatherface can see the tracks in the ground. Very good Navajo tracker, uh, Leatherface is. Yeah, that's um, what he's known for most of all. Yes, the tracker. Um <laughs> he can he can barely see you out through the mask, but he can see them big feet walking through the woods. Yeah. So Bigfoot kind of hides and, and lurks and kind of sneaks around, catches Leatherface going through the woods. He ends up running past him. Bigfoot senses that uh, Leatherface is after him. Bigfoot sneaks up behind him and dumps him on the head and then grabs him, grabs him back to his lair. Leatherface wakes up. Bigfoot goes fucking ape shit and just gorilla pounds him into submission. Leatherface is no more. Seals a chainsaw and, you know, chops down trees for the woodland creatures. Ends up starting a business, you know, a logging company. Gets his life together. He does. Yeah, you know, he gets, a, gets a yeah. day job and has a couple kids and, you know, a big-titted wife. Um, and, you Big-titted know, Bigfoot wife. Yeah. There you go. Sponsored by Husqvarna. <laughs> <laughs> Camping World, big-titty, big-titty goth sloth wife. Yeah. Goth sloth. Goth. That's how I describe Bigfoot, kind of. Again, we're getting into the nitty-gritty where I can see either of these folks winning. But I really see just like... Everything that Leatherface could possibly bring. Chainsaw, the strength of a 5'10 individual, um, the, <laughs> the formidable will of a Texan. Uh, I really think that Bigfoot will have encountered it then. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just trying to be wary of, like, Bigfoot in uh, northwestern United States, probably a lot of indigenous culture, a whole lot of group attacks. I feel like if there were even a Bigfoot to be hunted, the fact there's, like, a Bigfoot left, that I don't think Leatherface could pull it off. Well, he'd pull the face off, but I don't really yeah. think he'd pull the match off. So I'm going to give this one to Bigfoot. Yeah. All right. We don't have gas stations called Leatherface in Indiana. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> there is, so when I was in college, uh, we Ryan and I went to Vincennes, and right across the river is Illinois. And um, 
the coolest thing happened when I was there, just kind of exploring the next town in the next town in Illinois. The first time you, town you come to, I think it's called Lawrenceville, Illinois. There was a Bigfoot gas station still there. Bigfoot in, gas stations are a thing in the past. Yeah. yeah, there was a Bigfoot gas station still there in 2012. And I was with some friends and I said, we have to go inside. Yeah. And they coveted Bigfoot Polar Pop was still Yeah. It's like, got, at the time, got, it was like 49 cents. Yep. We got a coveted Bigfoot Polar Pop with the same like neon green and blue logo and everything on it. It, it was, was like so cool. highlight. Yeah. It was such a blast from the past because we used to have one and then it turned into a Circle K in our hometown. And then that was the last of it. While we have a platform here. Fuck Circle K. Your cups are getting too thin and flimsy. Listen to my 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 tweets. Check your DMs. This is disgusting. Circle S is better. Aren't, aren't, aren't those like are they are they like a dollar seventy nine now? Uh, they they after tax they're a dollar forty nine. Dollar forty nine. That's expensive, man. It used to be forty nine cents. I'm still writing nineteen ninety nine on all my checks. You know? <laughs> Change comes to us all. <laughs> Pulling a uh, pulling a big Lebowski uh, moment and uh, writing a check for a sixty nine cent gallon of milk. Yeah, not to be that guy. It was a half carton of half and half because of the light Russian. <laughs> it was. Fuck All you. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. All right. Gentlemen. Where were we? All right. The next matchup we have three rapping ass goblins. The RAG back in the house, and we have. One graboid because two Ooh. of them died versus the predator in the last round. Please remind me what a graboid is. Um, you were supposed to do your homework. Yeah, of all the twenty four teams, I I need help with one. I got a frog <laughs> in my throat. But I need help with one. They're <laughs> basic. They're giant like sandworm kind of. Things. That's it from Tremors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, so yeah, that's all I needed. <laughs> I did my homework. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Spinning the wheel of inevitability, the winner is Ryan Goblins. Yeah. So we got three rapping ass goblins versus one Tremor, aka Graboid, aka Stinky uh, Alien Sandworm uh, Three Tongue Monster, Stinky Sandick, Stinky Sandick Tongue Man Person, Bernie Sandix, <laughs> Bernie Sandix. <laughs> That is his new name. So the rapid ass goblins are just beef bapping around, uh, you know, New Mexico in the desert because they're about to release their new album, Panty Dropper, coming Fuck out. Yeah. Coming out. They this got spring. a big show at Albuquerque coming up. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. About to release their new album, Panty Dropper, coming out this April. Um, so they're just hanging around around New Mexico. You know, they're they uh, brought their packed up their treehouse and they brought it along with them for the tour. So it's hanging out in the desert. You know, doing spin spin kicks on the front lawn on a piece of cardboard. You know, okay. rapping, spitting game, and uh, all the noise unfortunately uh, um, draws the attention of a graboid uh, because they are attracted to the sound. So all that attention uh, grabs the attention of a graboid. The graboid uh, comes upon them from under the ground. The rapping ass goblins don't hear it over the uh, sounds of Three Six Mafia bumping through their boombox, and the graboid. Comes upon them and slowly comes up out of, or, sorry, cut, emerges out of the ground briskly. <laughs> briskly comes out of the ground, catches the goblins uh, completely surprised. As he comes out of the ground, he comes up directly underneath the boombox, completely steals, steals their tunes, eats it, 
the uh, the goblins are super pissed because Three Six Mafia was playing and they hate that the tune got stolen. Now they got like a new boombox, so they're super pissed. So they go and grab their AKs. They get ready, but as they're running towards their treehouse that they make shift in the desert, the graboid comes under the ground and grabs uh, grabs a rapid ass goblin, eats it. And it's a giant sandworm, so it can ha- it has plenty of room for three rapid-ass goblins with room for dessert. As the other ones are grabbing their AKs, they're loading them up because, you know, it's never safe to carry guns loaded. So they're throwing the magazines in their AKs. The graboid comes up, grabs another rapid-ass goblin, and it's getting ready to fire. The other goblin runs away because it's absolutely terrified. His two homies just got taken. The tunes are gone. So he runs away. The graboid comes up under the ground. And comes up, grabs the other rapid-ass goblin, swallows him, and then he goes back to his graboid home in the hills of outside of Albuquerque and has a nice cup of uh, creme brulee for dessert. Yeah, they're known for their French desserts out in uh, northeast Albuquerque. Yes, sure are. Yes. And they're sangria. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, three rapid-ass goblins. I'm going to riff off your story because it actually sparked in my brain before you even told yours. So... They stopped in. They stopped outside of Albuquerque, getting ready for a show. They're rehearsing and all that stuff. All their gear is with them for the show. It's just them, a couple of people on the bus, not getting out. It's just <clears> them <throat> kind of rehearsing their new album, Panty Dropper, dropping this spring. Um, and they're just kind of, you know, they're calling it the Irish Spring, actually. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be the fun. Irish Spring, <laughs> fresh, fresh scent. Um, so they're just rehearsing. You know, got the boombox out, chilling, doing spin kicks. Been on cardboard, you know, shit that they do. They're, you know, uh, they're a new age hip hop boy band. Um, they're just chilling, singing, dancing, having a good time. It, you know, it triggers a graboid because he senses sound and the vibration coming through the ground. Um, the graboid actually senses the boombox. They're a few steps away from the boombox. Sounds all coming from, from the boombox. Most of the sound coming from the boombox. Graboid jumps up, grabs uh, the boombox, pulls it back down. They're like, oh shit, what do we do? What the fuck is that? They're all freaking out and shit. The next thing you know, they're running away. And um, I don't know if you know this, but their names are Shooty, Stabby, and Rapey. Woof. Um, <laughs> yes, that's from the last episode. Rapey's got a ticker. Yeah, those are what the Rice Krispies mascots are called. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, uh, Shooty and all them, Shooty, Stabby, and Rapey start heading towards the bus. Next thing you know, Graboid comes back up, grabs Shooty. Um, has him up in the air, starts trying to eat him and shit, and Shooty's fighting and fighting and fighting, but they have everything with the show with them, so that, you, you know what they also have? Pyrotechnics. So the next thing you know, Stabby and Rapey grab Pyrotechnics, they fucking, while they're, while he's bringing Shooty down, they throw a Pyrotechnic in, in the fucking mouth of the Graboid, it goes back down, doesn't sense anything, beep, hit the button, boom, blows the Graboid all to shit, and fucking no more. So does Shooty live? They have no, he doesn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they have a in memoriam, um, and their album goes platinum because they lost a member. Yep. It, it hasn't gone platinum yet. It comes out this spring. Yeah, Nothing yeah. will increase your approval rating like dying. That's yeah. one thing I learned about the United States. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to write a new track called Shooty's a Pyro. Give it to those rapping ass goblins. They've got a sense yeah. of moxie. They're big on the DIY culture. I can tell they've got the fans that are going to be there for them. So, you know, they're like... What I've gathered so far is that pretty much everyone is a villain. And these guys might be evil, but they're popular. Mm. They have the power of uh, like the Kardashians. God and anime mm. on their side. Yeah, <laughs> like the Kardashians. Yeah. So I really... You know, we're, we're gearing up here for a real train wreck of a final finish. 
but I think we've got a great uh, second round taken care of. Let me take a look and see how we describe this. We're pretty much in the Hemi Demi quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we're at the halfway between semis and quarters. Yep. Uh, you can catch their new uh, their new hit single, uh, Tremor Stole My Boombox. Tremor Stole My Boombox. Yeah. Kevin Bacon owes me for the fucking show getting canceled. A.K.A. Sandworm Stole My Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, the next matchup we have, we are coming down into the Final Four after these next two matchups. We have Sweeney Dahmer going into the Final Four, and we have two Rapid-Ass Goblins also going into the Final Four as the bi-characters. We're just adding up bi-characters as the rounds go through. So, we have Pennywise versus Alien, and the winner is Cody, and I am going to take Alien. Let me have your Pennywise story, Jordy. Okay. Beep, beep. So, Pennywise hanging out in the sewer like it always does. The infigment <clears throat> imagination of Pennywise the clown and then the alien spider chilling in his little home. Um, the alien uh, is just beep bumping around. <laughs> <laughs> the whole universe is just like, I know. Yeah, it's chilling. Let's just say this: an, a- an asteroid with a xenomorph, an, ast- an, a- an asteroid, an asteroid with a xenomorph encased in it, uh, crashes in Maine, uh, and that's where Penny- Pennywise is. So, an uh, asteroid with the xenomorph inside of it crashes in Maine. It goes through down into the sewer. The xenomorph, the Asteroid cracks open, the xenomorph is reborn. Hey, I'm walking here. Comes back to life um, and starts wreaking havoc in the sewer. It starts uh, trying to figure out where he's at. It's dark, cold, wet. He loves it. Um, The xenomorph is just... Perfect for his condom skin. The xenomorph is just trolling the sewers, you know, climbing on the ceiling, trying to get familiar with his new atmosphere. Uh, Runs into Pennywise. Pennywise kind of distracts... The xenomorph, and he's, you know, inanimate. He can't die. The actual Pennywise clown figure can't die. Um, so he kind of distracts the xenomorph. The next thing you know, the spider comes out of the darkness and fucking grabs the xenomorph and throws him up against the wall. The xenomorph comes back, jumps on his back, you know, starts dick-mouthing dick him in the back. The spider kind of shuffles. The xenomorph jumps off. The xenomorph comes back at him again. The spider grabs him again with two of his eight fucking legs. And fucking just pounds him and pummels him into submission. He pounds him. He pounds and him. then he pummels him. And then he pummels him. In fact, that's what he's done for most of the Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he penetrates <laughs> and then the <laughs> And then the xenomorph kind of stumbles and then gets back Turns up. Turns out his condom skin yep. is too thin. And then falls back down. He's, the pressure he's, bleeding. he's bleeding everywhere. He just got landed on by a giant-ass spider. And then uh, the spider grabs him, drags him in, cocoons him up, and strings him up, and that's it. Xenomorph is just cocooned in a, a web. Alright, so <clears throat> so the alien is has found a new home in Maine. It just so happens to be a sewer. Um, so also, <laughs> also he lives in a nice suburb. Yeah. <laughs> So it just happens to be a sewer in Maine. He's found his new home, his new territory, where he can make where he can make a lair and breed new babies uh, to take over the small town of uh, 
of uh, Boston, Boston, Maine. <laughs> so may as well be. <laughs> so he's just he's, he's just scoop bopping around, scoop bopping around the Siri. It's really like I don't know. Skitty bop, the bop, the bop, the skitty bop. So he's just beep bopping around the sewer, you know, doing his thing, making his nest uh, to build his new lair. Uh, just so happens that at the other end of the tunnel is Pennywise. They had no knowledge of each other until uh, uh, until they saw each other. Until no, until Pennywise. What heard are that's, you doing here? Yeah, that's when they knew each other. <laughs> that's until knew. until Pennywise heard heard uh, heard the sounds of smooth jazz coming from the end of the tunnel. So Pennywise goes to investigate because everybody knows Pennywise hates jazz music. He's more of a blues man. Uh, so. <clears throat> Pennywise goes to investigate. He sees the alien. They encounter each other. They assume each other one's a threat. Each other's a threat. Alien comes after uh, Pennywise crawling on the ceiling because they can crawl everywhere. And uh, yeah, and shit. So <laughs> so he's crawling on the ceiling after Pennywise. Pennywise is like, look, alien, I got a boat. Alien's like, fuck you, I don't like boats. So, <laughs> so he comes up to Pennywise. And Pennywise distracts him with a balloon. But uh, that didn't work for very long because... Uh, aliens are made out of balloons. Their skin's basically rubber. So that's what they're known for most of all. <laughs> so the alien comes up to Pennywise. Pennywise tries to uh, throw his giant alien spider at him. It didn't work. The alien, the, the other alien, um, destroys the spider. Um, p- comes after Pennywise. Uh, and Pennywise might be a figment of imagination, figment of fear. He might be unkillable, but Alien is also an alien from outer space. He's a monster. He's a creature uh, of the sewer now. Uh, so comes up to Pennywise. The alien grabs him, wraps his tail around him, subdues Pennywise, and then he punches him in the skull with his dick tongue and eats his brain from the inside with his baby mouth. And Pennywise is dead to no longer haunt the sewer. And then the body of Pennywise is used to harvest the first babies of the alien. Nice. In three to six weeks, because they breathe fast. Yeah, and they're also arriving from, apparently, a phone-in commercial from the 90s. Yeah. Um, Sponsored by Trojan. It's what they're known for. Yeah. The worst part, to quote Brad Pitt in, uh, no, Brad Pitt in uh, Inglorious Bastards about fighting in a basement. Is that you're fighting in a fucking basement? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it's really kind of a square fight here. It is Pennywise's home, though. And that's why I'm awarding it to Pennywise. I don't care if you're an alien. If you live in the sewer, odds are good that you're going to win the fight in the sewer. Again, we're talking Elite Eight Final Four territory here. The it's coming field. down to the wire, yeah. You're like, aliens don't like boats. He arrived on a spaceship, man. I imagine it's not a don't like thing. It's a don't... He doesn't have sea legs. <laughs> he has like 12. Why doesn't he have sea legs? <laughs> Do they not have water on other planets? I'm sorry, are you uninformed? <laughs> Yeah, I really think Pennywise takes it. Nice. All right. The next matchup we'll, that will time out. Time out from the game. We're calling a timeout. We're going to take a quick pee break. Yep. Yep. No, we're just still going. Okay. No, no go ahead. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, okay. Call a timeout. Take a quick pee break. The judge has to reset his mind. I thought we would stop recording. You're welcome to keep recording while I pay the whiz tax. No, but no, we're the, good. We'll the, stop. Judge, the judge has to reset his mind and, and drain the main vein, as they say. All right, everybody, we're back. Let's go. Let's All back. right, the final matchup until we complete the final four. We have 
Dracula, the Prince of Darkness, the King of the Night, the Lord of the Vampires, versus the Bigfoot. Ooh. And the winner is Ryan. Let's go, Dracula. Of course you would. All right, so we've got Bigfoot versus Dracula. So setting the scene, we've got Bigfoot just hanging around the woods, just bebopping around the woods, doing his thing, being Bigfoot, being being the ape of all knowing and unknowing because he's very stealthy, very very sneaky, sir. He's like stealthy. He's very sneaky, sir. Like the waiter from uh, Mr. Deeds. Yeah, very sneaky, sir. Um. <clears throat> So we've got Bigfoot. He's just beep bopping around the woods, just hanging out, doing his thing, uh, just trolling, trolling the uh, the Bigfoot hunters of West Virginia, you know, mm-hmm. with his, you know, with his fake, his fake, oh, and his fake yeah. stick throwing, and you know, cracking a stick every now and again. He says, and, oh, yeah. and the little campers are like, what was that? It's bum squeezy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a ghost that goes around grabbing asses. <laughs> Hashtag bum squeezy. Tweet your friends. <laughs> so he's hanging around the woods, and he encounters Dracula on his nightly patrol. We're setting the scene again. Dracula's in the woods. He's uh, he has turned into, but we're turning him back into his uh, medieval times because Bigfoot is that old. Uh, so back in medieval times. And uh, only thing has is Dracula has is his horse and a sword. And I would prefer the show. <laughs> medieval times. Medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> so Dracula never leaves home without a sword and his short sword. And he has a horse, of course. He's doing his nightly patrols of his area. And he encounters Bigfoot doing his nightly routine of just bebopping through the woods. So Dracula, Dracula sees Bigfoot. They encounter each other. Uh, Bigfoot considers this a threat. It's a strange creature. That he has never seen before. These are his woods. Dracula's just doing his nutty control of his quote-unquote land. Because everybody thinks they have to have property. Um, so Dracula rides towards Bigfoot. Bigfoot encounters this as a threat. Bigfoot punches the horse in the face. The horse is okay though. No horses died in the making of this scenario. Oh. The horse is okay. Dracula gets thrown off of his horse. But in the process uh, he stumbled quite a bit. He's thrown off balance. Bigfoot then does his call of uh, his... Uh, his, uh, his yell of um, um, pride and uh, prejudice. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> hey, buddy! Runs at Dracula. Dracula draws his sword. He swipes at the Bigfoot. Bigfoot uses his massive ape strength arms to block it. He does injure him a little bit, but not enough to cut through all the way through Bigfoot. Bigfoot knocks Dracula's sword out of his hand and then grabs him by the head and slowly squeezes his head until it pops like a little white head on Dr. Pipple Popper. <laughs> As he screams in agony, the, the head of Dracula pops off, he cannot grow back, and then Bigfoot goes on his own and takes the horse with him because they shake hands and be like, ah, oh, all is well, buddy. Sorry, it was just part of the job. You got, you got four legs, I got two. Yeah. Didn't even punch in the face, but I had to, you know, had to win this fight. The horse understands, the horse goes with Bigfoot, and they live together in harmony, horse and Bigfoot. Do they fuck? They do not. Mm, They're his best friends. Noted. What a, what a breed. His best friends can fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a breed. To, that remains to be seen. Check your porn up tabs, yep. horse and Bigfoot. Mm. Hashtag monkey horse. You know what they say about big feet? Big socks. Big socks. Yeah, yeah. You got big socks. Huge got, wiener. Yeah. <laughs> got big shoes and you got big feet print. Yeah. All right. Well, Ryan, you tell me. So, Dracula and Bigfoot. 
So everybody knows that Dracula is a blood aficionado. He loves the uniqueness. He's trying to expand his uh, repertoire of blood. He loves He's known good, for that more than anything he else, is. actually. He's a craft beer. He is. Bloody. He loves a good Syrah! Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's into the Reds more. Yeah. So he, uh, he sees Bigfoot walking in the woods, walking in his woods, um, and he sees Bigfoot, and he's like, you know what? I wonder what Bigfoot blood would taste like. So he, um, he's, he's, Chicken fried steak. he's, yeah, he's wanting to make a, a little, he's wanting to make a little, uh, Bigfoot blood smoothie and put a little salt bay action, some flaky salt right on top, a little, you know, a little garnish on there. salt, yeah. A little bit of edible so, around it. Yeah. So, um, he sees Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoot's just strutting around. Uh, Dracula can be unnoticed if he wants to be. Kind of sneaks it behind Bigfoot. Bigfoot kind of hears a stick snap. He turns around and Dracula is standing there and says, good evening. <laughs> Uh, Bigfoot is freaked out, takes a swing at Dracula. Dracula's super fast, kind of dips and dodges. Um, you know, the, the, the ape throws... So yeah. I love it. Bigfoot throws a wrench, and he's like, zip, 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 and dodges the wrench. <laughs> he's just bebopping. <laughs> he's zip, zip, beeping it back. Scoot uh, that hot hat. <laughs> uh, Dracula comes up. <laughs> Dracula comes up. <laughs> uppercuts Bigfoot. Bigfoot falls back. He comes up, starts swinging at Dracula again. <laughs> Dracula zipping, zapping, uh, scurrying around him. Next thing you know, uh, Dracula is behind Bigfoot, grabs him by the head, grabs him by the neck, and fucking starts choking him. And then just rips the whole Bigfoot's head off because he's super strong. And then Bigfoot falls to the ground, and Dracula just you know takes a, a nice martini glass and uh, lets the blood drip from his head in his glass. Uh, he always carries some sea salt on, sprinkles it on there. <laughs> Sits it and he's like, that was good, and then goes back to his cage and fuck off. Q's Q's sound of silence. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Perhaps in the literal sense. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to dog with you again. Because of vision softly creeping. Let's all keep our day jobs. We're not very good at seeing. Um so I got criticism for both of y'all. One, how could Dracula a man that can turn into a bat at a moment's notice get thrown from a horse. Two, how come both of you have the head of the opponent being ripped off so equally? And three, did anyone consider whether this happens at day or night? I mean, obviously night. You think Bigfoot's just going to go around during the day or during the night? Well, All right, to number woods. one. Answer to number one. He's surprised that he punches the horse in the face because they're both animals, and they become best friends afterwards. So yeah, no, that's that's I, you ever punch someone in the face, become best friends with them? I would say Dracula is a no, superhuman sure being, but a horse happened. is still a fucking horse. So a horse, can get, a horse gets ah, spooked by a number two stick. Number two, the reason why we have both have their heads being taken off uh, because we're twins and we think alike. Uh, How do you stop the heart and remove the head? Number three, instant death. If we set the scene during the day, there would just be Bigfoot. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> this is really difficult. It is, because I will concede some points that are mutual. You have a protagonist that is energized, physically superior, tall, familiar dealing with uh, <clears throat> questionable Caucasian people. <laughs> wanting to know what you're up to on your own business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> These two are perfect opponents. <sighs> I really feel like the ability to leave the ground just to flee is worth more than not being able to. 
And I think that Dracula is going to be the person that beats Bigfoot one-on-one. Dracula could return and retreat. Bigfoot could not. I agree. Points Dracula. <laughs> Point Give it up to Dracula. Give it up to Two the points, actually. <laughs> the blood-sucking hippie. Yeah. All right. We are now in the final four. Four of the finest Halloween monsters that have ever graced this deathmatch board this year. Courtesy to Jeff for the choosing. Thank you again, Jeff, for being with us and for ensuing your expertise on this uh, gracious evening and last week for this special occasion here. It's a pleasure. It's a really good time. Pardon me as I look through your fridge. No, you're fine. Uh, But it's been a real good time just goofing around. It has been great. This is what childhood is supposed to feel like. Exactly. good. Yeah. Staying young. So as we come down into our... Give me another beer. So as we come down into our (laughs) final four, we have four heavy hitters. And we have Pennywise versus Sweeney Dahmer. Mm. And on the other side of the bracket, we have Dracula versus Goblins. Two rapid-ass goblins because one of them died. So now that we are down to two because Shooty passed away, we have the first matchup, Pennywise versus Sweeney Dahmer. And as I spin the wheel of inevitability, it is Ryan taking this. Give Mm -hmm. me your matchup, sir. Pennywise or Sweeney Dahmer? I'm going Pennywise. All right, so it is Pennywise versus Sweeney Dahmer. I'm starting out with Sweeney Dahmer, the duo of cannibals, the 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 uh, creator of corpses and reanimating them. The dick-eating hairdresser. One of them kills, makes corpses. The other one eats them. The prison of, barber. Yeah. The, the prison barber. The bodybuilding prison barber. It's a circle. One cycle of life. The bodybuilding prison barber that also has a background in making chocolate he made chocolate oh yeah Jeffrey Armour did yeah yeah he worked with the famous Amos <laughs> Ambrosia yeah Ambrosia chocolate yeah that heinous anus worked at famous Amos yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right Sweeney Dahmer he's just doing his thing over on Fleet Street in good old Liverpool and he's uh shaving right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 Fuck him up. <laughs> he's just shaving and cutting and creating uh, more meat for the meat pies to sell at the meat pie restaurant underneath his coveted uh, shaving shop. So he's just doing his thing. <laughs> Things are bleak on Fleet Street. Right? <laughs> right. yeah, I'm envious of that place where I can go touch people's necks all day. God, what a good job that would be. It would be. So as he's exiting his shop after closing up for the night, he's just singing to his razor as uh, the Dahmer side of Sweeney Dahmer. I'm so lonely. Sits in in silence and just repeatedly just presses the trigger on his drill because that's all he really did. He has a lot of anxiety. The drill helps with that. Mm. So as he's walking down the stairs after closing up for the night, he's just about to go have himself a nice pint of ale and a meat pie fresh from the oven. As the smell radiates through the streets. Cuddy Budweiser. Cuddy <laughs> <laughs> Budweiser. As he walks down the stairs. I'm a Bex. <laughs> As he walks down the stairs, he hears someone whispering to him from the gutter. And it is Pennywise. He goes, 
Hey, sweetie diver, do you like boats? Do you want a boat? i give you a boat. And do you like balloons? i got some cotton candy laced with uh, cocaine. Cotton candy ice cold slits in French? there. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. French, or, French origin? Yeah. Spooky. More of a butt ice guy. So he hears Pennywise whispering to him from the from the gutter when she, when she houses himself in good old Liverpool uh, with the uh, used... Um, Clothing, wash water, and uh, uh, occasional puke and piss from the drunks out on the street. Uh, Swinney Dahmer goes to investigate to talk to this clown because he doesn't discriminate. He's uh, he's he's all about the, the strangers and meeting new people. I'm not like, racist. I hate every. I eat everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so he walks over. He walks over to the gutter to talk to Pennywise, and uh, they strike up a conversation. They wind up. Uh, they the, they start up a conversation and uh, Pennywise wants to take Sweeney Dahmer for one of his victims. He grabs Sweeney Dahmer by the arm and pulls him into the gutter. He doesn't rip his arm off because it is one mega human, uh, one human cannibal razor man, and pulls him down into the sewer. And then they do battle one v one in the sewer. Pennywise goes after. Sweeney Dauber, Sweeney Dauber slices at him with his razor and tries to stab him in the face with his drill, uh, as well with the other hand. Sweeney Dauber, <laughs> Sweeney Dauber overpowers Pennywise. Pennywise is no match for the duo of the Cannibal Barber and gets drilled in the head and the Dauber side <laughs> gets he gets the drill into the head and sliced at the throat and becomes the Jeffrey Dauber side of a zombie Pennywise and then. He lures people from the street while working for Sweeney Dahmer, and now they have a two-way operation. People come in and get shaves, and Pennywise the zombie lures people in from the gutter and takes the arms of little boys to make little baby kids meal meat pies. So you're saying that both guys win? Teaming them up. Yeah. They come to Inevitably, room. Pennywise Our dies and becomes a brainless <clears throat> zombie using uh, homemade battery acid. Um, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. They eventually, they inevitably team up as a super trio and uh, work together to yep. make little baby kids meal meat pies. <clears throat> I'm not teaming them up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes um, you just gotta work together. <laughs> yep. So Pennywise chilling in the sewer, right? He uh, he ends up, I don't know, his alien space fucking craft where the spider, you know, is housed, lands, you know, in the water. And ends up floating, and uh, it's right under Fleet Street, right under the meat pie shop. The the Fleet Creek of Meat Street. Yes. Yeah. So he ends up setting up in the sewer right under Sweeney Dahmer's uh, shop. Uh, you know, Sweeney Dahmer does what he does. He cuts necks, pulls the lever. Cashes checks. Slashes <laughs> <laughs> necks and cashes checks. Um, Very good. He, uh, he pulls the lever, drops the bodies down in the basement. The meat pie shop's still active. You know, they still have to grind the meat, the big-ass grinder down in the basement. Yeah. Um, also, the sewer grate in the basement. Uh, you know, Pennywise wants in on this action, and he's like, why is all this blood running through my sewer? He ends up finding the sewer grate and sees Sweeney Dahmer. Also, the inspiration for the very popular app, the big-ass grinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I use on 420. <laughs> um, so, he ends up seeing Sweeney Dahmer through the grate. Pennywise does... Grinding up the feet to make the meat. and uh, <laughs> Taste the feet, not the heat. Yeah. 
and sees the big ass oven. You can't take the meat, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> so Pennywise is Pennywise is staring at Pennywise is staring at Sweeney Dahmer grinding up the feet um, to make the meat for the meat pie. Um, how neat? Huh? How neat? How neat? How neat? I'll about, shut the oh, fuck up. Neat. I'll go. Please gotcha. go on. Gotcha. Um, so <laughs> Pennywise does what he does. He's a very very char- he's a charmer. He gets people down in the sewer. <laughs> He's a charmer. Everybody famous, loves clowns. Famously, that's how he got, uh, you know, uh, the kids down in the sewers, just by his, like, genial nature. Yeah. You and, like, like my hair? <laughs> <laughs> Voted most likely to succeed. When's the last school? time you took time for you? <laughs> yeah. Voted most likely to succeed in so, high school. He knows he can't. He knows he Clown can't get. He knows. He, he knows just by their actions. He knows Sweeney Todd kind of runs the show, and Sweeney Dahmer is just kind of there on the sidelines, just for the brute strength, and for also his ruthlessness of the bodies and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of he's kind of gets up under the sewer and sees him and starts talking to the Dahmer side of Sweeney Dahmer. And he's like, "Hey, what you doing? My name's Pennywise. Oh." I see you got a dick in your hand. There's all kinds of dicks down here in the sewer. So Dahmer's like, oh, I like, I like that. Got all kinds of slits down here. Slits down here, too. Like, slits, sluts, slats, slots. Slits. What's, what's, what's the beer? Slits. 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 Got all kinds of slits down We got here. fucking PBR down here, goddammit. <laughs> So there's beer in a disco. <laughs> Tell all the wild women that yeah. I'm single. He's like, see, we got all kinds of beer. We got all kinds of beer. And then you just see like a strobe light coming in the background. We were waiting for the chocolate maker. And Pennywise like inanimately like makes like a disco ball and see the fancy lights and some like dance music and stuff. And so, you know the 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 side of Sweeney Dahmer starts getting. He's like, all right. So he opens the hatch. Pennywise grabs Sweeney Dahmer, drags him down into the sewer, and fucking punches him, knocks him out, and then drags him into the spider. The spider webs him up and then you know hangs him from the ceiling like he does everybody else. Sweeney Dahmer is no more, and the alien spider feeds off Sweeney Dahmer until he's just a skeleton. Done deal. Jeffrey, skeleton barber. I feel like the ultimate way that you could defeat Dahmer and uh, shit, Todd Sweeney, yeah, Sweeney Dahmer. You got to get them on their vices, and it sounds like that's exactly what Pennywise did. He did. Dicks and slitch. 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 Chips and blitz and slits and slits and sluts and slats. Oh, duels. Dicks and butt ice, okay? Butt butt ice, ice, yeah. Yeah. I remember butt ice. I was big for a hot minute. You could buy an 18-ounce butt ice at Kroger. Really? Yeah. I remember we got a a keg of uh, Miller Lite one time, and we had $5 bottomless cup in college, and it it was our birthday weekend. Mm We had $5 bottomless cup. And this chick didn't want to pay five dollars. I mean, this is five fucking dollars, and you can drink how much ever. Yeah, you're underage. Let us free booze for five dollars. Yeah. That's the story here. So uh, she didn't know she didn't want to pay, but she still wanted to drink it. So we ended up just pouring Ham's Light in there. She's like, "Man, this is the best beer I ever drank. Cake beer tastes really good." It was like that's fucking Ham's. We never told her. We never no. told her. We never told her. No, What's give that? give her the Plato uh, cave allegory. Yeah, what let was, her die. With what that. was the Bud Light that t- when we were in college? Platinum. Bud Light Platinum. I Bud Light Platinum came out when I was twenty one years old that month. It came out when we were uh, twenty. I yeah. think. 
or yeah. like that. Like we figured it out like that next year. Yeah, but like Platinum. Well, I I never wanted alcohol. to try it, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try it, and it fucked me. Uh, I liked it. Alcohol, I liked it a lot. I could really taste the malt liquor being yeah. injected into it, and that's For fine. Sure. But I was 21. I like wanted the blue, fancy blue bottle, yeah, silver fancy bottle. blue bottle. Um, BLPs, we called them. Platts, we called them. Yeah. Uh, a year later, Miller got in on it. Uh, in on it too late with Miller Fortune. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Now that what? I sneeze God out. damn it. <laughs> but Miller Fortune was the same thing, and I like that too. And then back then, Bud Light Platinum was like really expensive. It was like $7 a six pack. Yeah. yeah. It was like really, people thought it was really expensive for what it was. It was expensive for what it was. Yeah. It was just Bud Light with a little extra like Everclear dipped in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally that was it. It's a little drop. Much. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what's your... Sorry, I sneezed. Um, <laughs> Wait, that was like two minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> That give was it, like two seconds ago. Give it, give it, I'm giving it to Pennywise. Yeah. That's what I'm getting out of how we got on this trend. But Pennywise <laughs> ultimately is like smart enough to compel men to vices. He's got two half men and lots of vice. Yeah. I feel like that is. Yeah. That's fair. The MacGuffin I'm looking for here. MacGuffin. All right. <clears throat> the last matchup of the final four is going to be Dracula versus. Two rapid ass goblins. God, I hope we get the goblins. Here's a matchup with teeth. <laughs> the winner is Cody. And you know what? I'm going to do you a favor and I will take Dracula. Yes. And you can have two rapid ass goblins, Stabby and Rapey. Yes. All right. Harpo so. and Satchmo. Harpo <laughs> and Satchmo. So. Dracula, he's just doing his, uh, his, his, you know, rule of the night, his, uh, his regular routine, looking after his, his, uh, family of vampires, you know. Rule of the night. Yep. Just looking after, looking after things. He's, uh, storming, he's walking around his, uh, his grounds at night, uh, one day, and he hears this, this faint foreign music. So he walks through the clearing, goes through some trees. Same as Easy Top. <laughs> yeah. And he see, he sees two rapping ass goblins doing spin kicks on their front lawn. Hanging out in the treehouse, listening to Three Six Mafia, uh, you know, spitting game, just practicing their new album. Uh, and he walks up to him and encounters him. He walks up to him and he goes, "What are your names?" And he goes, "So I'm Stabby. And I'm Rapey." Yeah, but what are your names? <laughs> he goes, "That's strange names. Would you like to be a part of my family?" And he goes, "Fuck no, man. Our, our album's dropping in April. Penny dropping. You should check it out. Get the fuck out of here before we shoot you in the face, motherfucker." And so he's like, I don't like that tone. I shall suck your blood. And not teach you how to do your ABCs, because that's not the same vampire. <laughs> Is there a spelling vampire I'm aware of? Sesame Street. That's Count Count. He doesn't spell. Or he count. doesn't spell, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> he doesn't spell, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> he might cast spells, but he doesn't spell. <laughs> okay, whatever. Same fucking thing. Right, Numbers and letters, same thing. G-O-P-L-I-N-S. <laughs> so, so, he doesn't like that tone, so he... <laughs> He, he turns into a bat, flies over to the goblins. Everybody knows that Stabby doesn't like, that Stabby doesn't like bats. So he swats the bat. He's freaking out. Uh, Rapey goes and grabs his AK. 
He turns back from a bat, back into Dracula, uh, uses his super uh, vampire strength. He rips Stabby in half, throws him to the side. Rapey goes and grabs his AK. He starts to shoot at Dracula. It's Dracula's impenetrable. He hasn't he hasn't had a stake to the heart yet. Don't ask Mrs. Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> so Dracula's impenetrable to mere human AK-47 bullets. Uh, the, the, Rapey doesn't have his wooden stake on him today. Um, so as he's shooting, he runs out of ammo in the clip. He freaks out, he panics, and Dracula walks up to him just in time to suck his blood, drain him dry, leave the corpses there for the wolves to eat in the morning. And Dracula goes off into the night and chocks it up as a loss. Because he really wanted to hear some of that cool rapid ass goblin music as vampires. Yeah. Would have brought it to a whole nother level. <clears throat> Alright. Two goblins, two rapid ass goblins versus Dracula. So the rapid ass goblins are just chilling, practicing their album Panty Dropper. Uh, you know, when you gotta be a hip hop artist, you gotta have bling. Uh, and, you know, uh, Shooty, oh, in memory, in memory of Shooty, uh, Shooty loves silver. Um, so they uh, decked up in silver, you know, they got. A new two new silver blades. They got silver bling, silver grills. You know, um, a lot of silver. Um, and they're just chilling, practicing their group. Dracula is like, "What the fuck is this?" He's like, "I'm more of a Beach Boys." Um, and he gets pissed off, and he's like, "You know what? Time to shine." And he he ends up uh, coming after the goblins because he doesn't like hip hop. He's uh, he's not a very he doesn't like it at all. Damn it. He's okay, you know he's. Thousands of year old and can't adjust, can't teach a new Dracula new tricks. Um, yeah, that's what they're known for most of all. It is. Everybody's known for something. I was double checking. <laughs> I was du- double checking on the Google box to see if goblins uh, mm. could like hold silver or not, and apparently they can, according to Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Dracula's stomachs are good enough. Yeah, I was right. gonna find a poop hole loophole, and it didn't work. Dracula comes at the goblins for their shitty show tunes. Um, and if you, if you, you know, go by the Mormon methodology, um, but the goblins are strapped with all that silver. Dracula gets deterred and is kind of phased. He gets the turd. He gets the turd. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he gets weakened and can't handle the silver. Um, Hey, that's Rapey's job. Yeah. They, the uh, turd. uh, the goblins have magical powers. They end up, uh, Taking uh, their magical powers and running past Dracula, getting behind him, they take some silver and put it around his neck. Dracula starts like, "I'm melting," like the Wizard of Oz, bitch. Um, the Wicked Wizard. Yeah, the West. it starts burning him and shit, and he can't handle it. The next thing you know, they just start biting him with their silver, uh, their silver grills. Start biting him up and down on his arms and legs. He can't handle it. He can't handle it. He's weakened. He's on the ground, and then they just take their fucking silver blades and fucking chop them into bits, and Dracula's no more. Why does he taste like beef jerky? <laughs> oh, <man>. Start <laughs> nibbling at him like a rat. There comes... Oh, hell. This is really difficult to think about. You know what? I'm giving it to the rapping-ass goblins. The silver included. Yes! That's it. Uh, you know, I was unaware necessarily of beheading Dracula. I just knew it was like a silver bullet or a stake through the heart. I, you can behead Dracula too, and he and he dies. You just got to bury the body and the head. Separately. I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. You are. I don't know. I'm gonna give it to the rapping ass vampire hunter. Yes. Wait till the next pandemic. It's, <laughs> it's about thirty minutes from now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> And we have come down to the final matchup of the night for the 2023 Comcast Halloween Deathmatch. 
The final matchup, the Pennywise final duel is going to be Pennywise versus two rapping ass goblins, Stabby and Rapey. Yeah, baby. I can't wait for this. The final spin of the Wheel of Inevitability determines that Ryan gets to make his selection. Goblins, bitch. Coming back. 2023. That's what's up. They won last year. Oh, I see. <clears throat> so, Pennywise versus two goblins, Stabby and Rapey. So, set the scene. Pennywise is just beep bopping around the sewer, you know, doing his thing, you know, stealing the occasional kid. Uh, <laughs> Still the occasional kid. Not keeping up in handwriting. <laughs> What's the role of tickets, Jeff? I don't know. I I was thinking of maybe I'd hand out tickets, and then I realized you got started, and it's not going to work. So I'm going to put the tickets back <laughs> to the concert in April. These are tickets. Uh, yeah, sure, they're tickets to the concert. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I was, I'm just stoned and going through my backpack. These are, these, are, these are tickets that were offered to me. They were giving away a bong last weekend, but I couldn't go because I had to work. No. I'm like, some of these fucking low lights <laughs> at the bong shop. I digress. Please excuse me. I was trying to find a formal way to keep points. Maybe I'll use this bubble abacus for the fucking... <laughs> I can't repeat what I'm about to say next, and I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, y'all continue your points. I have a method. So, so, so back to it. So, Pennywise just beep up around the server. Wait, and... hold on. Digress. Digress? Yeah, digress. What do you mean? Just digress. Okay. Continue. So, Pennywise just beep up around the sewer, you know, doing his time stealing the occasional kid and stuff, you know. Uh, playing with his toy boat in the in the soupy, dirty, nasty water. And uh, he encounters the two rapid-ass goblins walking down the street, bebopping, and uh, carrying around their cardboard. They're going to find a good flat piece of ground to do some spin kicks and shit. And, okay, uh, relevant. Yeah. So they're just walking down the street. And uh, since Pennywise is used to stealing kids, goblins are almost kid-like. And they look like they're just hip, young, um, you know, 12-year-olds just walking down the street, you know, spitting game and, you know, talking about, you know, that joint they smoked last night and... You know, uh, how how hot that uh, Heather, the other girl goblin, is in uh, elementary school and stuff like that. So, elementary school? They're 12. So, <laughs> what? No, they're not. They look like 12 girls. Uh, <laughs> is that how they judge intelligence in grade school? I was going to say, so you're saying every three foot tall person looks like they're a child. No. Think before you speak. There you no. go. No, not at all. Little people are people too. That's, goblins are not little people. They're fucking mythical characters. I mean, they're still... Well, we're going to get into this all here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they're just walking down the street. Pennywise sees them. He uh, he mistakes them as kids. So he lures them over. He's like, hey, what's your name? Uh, I'm Pennywise. Do you like balloons? I'm like, Stabby and I'm Rapey. <laughs> Those are weird names. No, I'm Stabby. I'm are, Rapey. Are they Dutch? <laughs> no, they're what we're known for. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> and we're going to be a rap crew someday. Oh, I love rap music. <laughs> yeah, Pennywise, <laughs> totally. He's got money in his name. Have you heard of Tupac? <laughs> Penny for the money, wise for the game. <laughs> Don't trip, son. You know the name. Oh, that's a good one. All right, so, so he introduces himself. And uh, they're like, no, nah, man, we're going to do some spin kicks down here at the park. Down here at the skate park. Pretend to be cool. 
We're going to spit some game. Do some getting, spit some spin kick shit, man. Get out of here. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> no, you should come down here. I've got 3-6 Mafia's gold album down here. You should come check it out. Do you want to stay? Uh, 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 is this uh, what uh, the whole <laughs> podcast is coming down to? A three six mafia. Oh man, we love. Uh, oh man, we love three six mafia. We gonna come down there. So they hop down into the sewer. They're gonna come listen to three six mafia's gold album and Pennywise record player. And as soon as they get down They're there, bu- is he buying it on vinyl and <laughs> <laughs> keeping the sewer? <laughs> yeah. There's a really cool vintage vinyl shop down the road. Yeah. He goes there sometimes. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So they get down into the sewer to come check out the album. Sure. So they get down to the sewer to come check out the album. Like, man, where's this album at? You tripping, fool. (laughs) So he he grabs both of them, um, (laughs) releases his spider. The spider comes over. He subdues them both. And he slowly, um, the spider slowly ties them up with its web, hangs them from the ceiling. They carry them back to the lair and hangs them from the ceiling. And then Pennywise slowly eats them piece by piece as they torture themselves. And it turns out he lied to them. It's not 3-6 Mafia's gold album. It's Whitney Houston. And so they die slowly to listening to Whitney Houston's I Will Go On. You back the fuck up. You chose the wrong time to come at my taste. <laughs> Sorry. I love Whitney. They die Wait, listening to the Whitney. The fucking queen? They die Whitney? listening to Whitney Houston's I Will Go On. Um, because they hate it, but Pennywise loves it. Um, and that is the end of the two rapid ass goblins saga. <sighs> no, it's not. <clears throat> so the rapid ass goblins, Pennywise, right? So the rapid ass goblins are just chilling. Pennywise, fucking pervert and a creeper. Okay, staring at people through the fucking sewer. Oh, yeah, we're right. aware he's not a savory. Yes, exactly. Uh, the rapid ass goblins. I let him watch my kid. Gavin, the rapid ass goblins. Kid. They know what's up. They're fucking. No, but if it did, yeah. <laughs> they're from the gangster. They're from the wood. They're you from know? the gangster. They're, they're gangster. They're from the wood. You know, they know a, a fucking creepy crackhead when they see one. They see Pennywise poking his head out the fucking uh, sewer and is like, hey, you want to come down here? Come on. I got all kinds of cocaine and drugs and blah, 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 and all shit. And blah, 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 whatever. I uh, love crack. <laughs> and the goblin's like, fuck you, bro. He's like, you're on our turf. And it's like, no, no, I just got here. I just got here. Oh, you're <laughs> saying, that's ignorant. You're ignorant. <laughs> um, so the goblins ain't falling for it. Pennywise doesn't like to come out of his little hole in the sewer, but he does. He tries to entice some more, entice some more. The goblins end up curb stomping his ass, fuck him up because with their fucking silver jewelry and all kinds of shit. And Pennywise did die from silver. Um, Got all their silver jewelry and shit. Take off their chains. Start whipping his ass with it. Fucking put his, his bare ass with it. <laughs> yeah. They put his fucking. They put his. Uh, in they put his face over a curb and they just start bam, bam, bam. Curb stomping him. Pennywise is no more. Rapping ass goblins. Undefeated for round two. Year two. You tear a boobay. Year two. Winner. That's what's up. Is this a good ending or a bad ending? To quote Marge Simpson, who cares? At least it's over. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a very difficult, arduous process. Ow, ow, me. And as someone who has watched from the beginning, it's been wild to see the extremes on display here. Pennywise was in the first matchup, mm-hmm. top left of the bracket. Yep. This is kind of reserved for the heavy hitter. 
and somehow, some way, Pennywise has lasted. And yet, on the other side of the bracket, we have the Cinderella. We have the three rapping goblins. We have the perhaps least serious of all, which have really proven to be more about the practice of ingenue and the joie de vivre of horror movies. This is quite the difficult decision. But with it, I must announce the rapping ass goblins have won. Yes! <laughs> Fuck yes! I was asked to be the arbiter. And in the first rounds, I was really focused on the logics of it. Yeah. And perhaps that's the case when you're applying something like a living person, Ted Bundy, mm -hmm. versus a clown that is all driven in fear. And then on the other hand, I'm supposed to be objective about Bigfoot versus uh, Dracula or, or Leatherface. Yeah, it's difficult. There are no right. There's no rhyme or reason here on the Comcast. You right? know that, that's what losers say, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. I'm sorry, that was the meanest thing I could have said. I love, I love you, you so much. I love you too. Stroke, stroke, stroke. <laughs> but but in, in all honestness, in all honestness, <sighs> I've done my best not to burp or fart. <laughs> you fucking sneeze like a freight train earlier. Yeah, you can you ever hold back a sneeze? You can't. I mean, you can, but you shit your pants almost. <laughs> <laughs> Neither nor, but what I'm getting at, <laughs> this has been a real tremendous privilege to judge. Uh, I've seen a lot of creative approaches. I can see in many ways why you two are brothers. And you two have very similar brains, and I mean that in a very complimentary way because you're both brilliant individuals. This was real fun to do. I feel like ultimately, as mainstay that Pennywise was, old guard, the rapping ass goblins epitomize why we get so interested in Halloween. Yes. It is about novelty, it is about expression, it is about identity, uh it's about absurdity. <laughs> and while Pennywise really it's like he was the blue blood, the Duke that made it to the final game. Here we've got the UNLV that surprised everyone. If you watched college basketball 40 years ago, that would make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Bob Knight. Anyway, <laughs> it's been a great time, y'all. Do you have anything you want to say? Any afterthoughts on this? We've had our good... It, we, 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 we've done this for four hours now, so we can look back at the end joke. Yeah. We've had quite a few. We've had... Uh, um, more so, you know, that's what they're actually known for. Yeah. We've got, what else? I, there were some tough matchups this year because, like, if Cocaine Bear, like, I was disappointed in Cocaine Bear because it's Cocaine Bear and the Angry Molestion Tree first round. I feel like if Cocaine Bear was up against, like, any mortal anything, he would have went, like, probably to the final four. I, yeah. think, I think the one thing about, like, Halloween Deathmatch itself is no matter how creepy or scary or, um, um, just immortal or just how notorious a lot of these characters are. It all just depends on the luck of the draw at random. No, it is. Who the judge is and how much sense the stories make and how creative Ryan and I can be in, in twisting the story into making it seem like the, that character that they drew is going to win. 
And that's part of the fun of this. That's part of the fun of Halloween Death Mass. That's part of the fun of this episode. episode. And that's part of the fun on, on just creating this podcast in general and and um, just having this this idea of a Halloween death match three years ago and keeping it going because it really is that much fun and it's it's really creative and it's a great time. And it, pro- it provides a lot of laughs, which is exactly why we do this. Yes. And we talk about <clears throat> morbid things, but the fact of the matter is, like, there's a saying, funerals are for the living. Mm. We talk about death and threats and the morbid and the unknown because it is a way to appreciate the present mm-hmm. right and if you're not taking a second to look around and say i wish i could have a beer or two good friends of mine <clears throat> what else is there really to life exactly. so that's what the implicit horror is to me is the absence of that mm-hmm. so i agree i raise you having my... fun then what are you doing no do it for you get into it for you I'm uh, very, very glad you, both of you, brought me into it. Mm-hmm. We're happy to have you. Yes, we are. And that is it, everybody. It is the end of the third annual Halloween Death Match. The Rapid Ass Goblins have taken it once again. Fuck by, yes! <laughs> by storm. No episode of Halloween Death Match has ever been the same. And I would be happy. I think Ryan and I would say we'd both be happy to have Jeff back on next year because this has been an absolute blast. An absolute fuck around, gag of laughs, and this is why we do it. It is ultimately uh, so much fun, and we're so happy to have you, Jeff. So thank you again. It is great to just have people and just have fun. That is it. That's why we do this podcast. And that's what I know about it more than anything. Yeah, exactly. So thank you all so much. We appreciate you so much. Go ahead and share this podcast. Tell your friends. And just spread the word of the Comcast because we are going to grow this great pigmuck or army yet. And yes, we are. We are on a, still a hot streak right now. We have episode 200 coming at you next week. And we have a theme, and I, I am going to leak a little bit of it now. I want it to be a surprise. It is going to involve beer, and it is going to involve a previous guest, a dear friend of ours. Just look forward to that episode 200 coming at you next week. Thank you again, Jeff. Cheers to Halloween Deathmatch. Cheers to the coming. Cheers to fucking Halloween, goddammit. Jeff, do you have anything to plug? Nothing more specific than there is no greater goal to life than to one love the ones you're near. That's the only way we can make things better. That is well said. Go follow Jeff at B-Town Moose on everything. An icon, a staple, basically like the salt and pepper of any household. You gotta have him. If Push you, it real good. <laughs> if you don't, your food is just not seasoned. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. All right, everybody. We will see you all next week. Don't forget to check out Stoutella by Knee Deep Brewing Co. It is a good one. It is a great one. Have a beer this week. Enjoy yourselves. And we will see you all next week. Ryan, take us out. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading. We love the absolute fucking shit out of you. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks for your support. Uh, we promise we're trying to do better with episodes. Of course, we've given you, what, four? This will be the fourth four. one yeah. in, in a row. And we got another one planned for next week, so that's fucking fantastic. You won't uh, see us for six months. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're doing great at keeping track of that and doing everything that we can. Uh, stay safe out there. Fucking drink a good beer. Uh, you know, uh, Grab your Kindle and read a good book if you know how to read. Um, and in the words of Talk, the actual artist, the music artist, uh, 
don't forget to tell the ones that you love that you love them. All right, everybody. That's a good one. We'll see you next week. Peace. Love y'all. Thank <laughs> you.